Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Eurotrip. When you aren't listening, you can find us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. Warming you up for the Eurovision Song Contest. This is Melfest Monday. Det bidrag som ni vill se i final. Det är det bidrag som hittills har fått flest röster i kväll. Det är... Cornelia Jacobs med Hobby Klauser! Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Melfest Monday. You've just heard the moments there that Cornelia Jacobs and Robin Benson qualified direct to the final of Melfest 2022, as well as the other five songs that were competing in the first heat at the weekend. What a show we saw on Saturday. We had everything, didn't we? We had at Malfunctions, we had an audience back in the Avicii Arena, of course, formerly known as the Globin. And we had such a strong heat. I can't believe that 
you know, three of those acts that you just said had to go home. You know, we lost Omar Rudberg, we lost Shelley Clamp, and we lost Malu Pritz. Really, really sad. Dallas Strawhead and Deos going straight through to the second chance round as well. What a show. And the best part of it all is we get to do it all again this Saturday. Yeah, what a show it was on Saturday night. We were lucky enough to be in the Melody Festival and in Mellow United apps, commentating on it, translating it into the English language for all you out there watching along with us. We'll be digesting everything with a very special guest shortly and also looking ahead to heat number two. Yeah, loads to look forward to this Saturday, of course. The return of some big mellow names. Jon Lundvik, Lisa Ajax, Liamu, just to name a few in there that we've got to uh, we've got to look forward to taking the stage on Saturday. And we'll be hearing from a couple of them as well. Alvaro Estrella, another big returner, who we've got on this week's episode. So got all that and more still to come. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. That's right. This is Melfest Monday, the second episode already. And we are here with you to digest everything that happened in the first heat at the weekend. And it can't just be me and Rob to do this. We've got to be joined by a special guest. And this week, it is Swedish Melfest expert, Eurovision expert and fellow SVT commentator, Bella Christ. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me on. First things first, just your initial reaction to the first show at the weekend. It was great to have Melfest back. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad we're in Melfest season again. I have waited so long for this. I'm so excited. And what a start to the season. I mean, wow, we had it all. All the emotions, all of the slight chaos, let's say. And uh, just so much fun. I'm delighted that it's back on air and to be joining in as a commentator is just so much fun. We'll talk about obviously everything we saw in the Avicii Arena on Saturday in just a second. You mentioned the chaos. Let's dedicate a tiny amount of the podcast to the chaos, which was, of course, SVT presented this new bells and whistles voting system that we were going to get for the first time on Saturday night, which we didn't get on Saturday night because the app went down. So that was fun for us all to keep across, wasn't it? Yes, I was slightly nervous about having to explain this new system and how it was all going to work. I was super prepped to do that. And then suddenly Oscar says, the app is down. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And then they had to sort of improvise things. And bless him, he did it so well, I think. Oscar was such a professional uh, dealing with all of that because, as you know, we know, behind the scenes, they're really working hard to try and get that app up and running for the second round of voting but sadly it crashed again I have no idea no insight as to what actually happened there but I know they were working very hard to try and fix it and and we were to try and sort of explain what was going on um but yeah I I mean these things happen right I mean it it seems there was a tech malfunction and um yeah I think they did they did a good job of sort of trying to put it all together and present the results regardless and and informing people that they now have to phone in as you know you did 2015 um so yeah it was interesting and at the end of the day we got a television show and Malfest was back and there was an audience so all of the key things that we need from Melody Festival and were still there we got a result and we got some brilliant songs that have progressed further in the competition James I don't know if you want to go on to the songs or or where, where are you taking the chat next 
Yeah, it is just worth saying as well. I know, Bella, you mentioned it. It is worth saying for us, we've been, you know, working with some of the people at SVT who have been helping us with the commentary on the Melfest apps. And we know how hard those guys are working. So uh, we've seen some of the negative comments online. It's not worth it. You know, these things happen. Let's just cross our fingers and see what happens next weekend. But shall we talk about those songs at the weekend? One of the strongest heats, I think, we may have ever seen in Melfest. Should we start with the two that have gone straight to the final in a few weeks' time? Bella, should we start with Cornelia first? Thoughts on her amazing song? I mean, I'm I'm thrilled for her, and you could tell how happy she was as well to go through. And I will be honest, when I first heard that song, I burst out crying. It really hit me in the feels. It's just one of those, you know... It just comes across as so real and honest, the lyrics. And she also said that as well, that they they still made her cry. And she said the lyrics were very sort of raw to her. And I just think she she performed it so well. And it just came across it. Everyone I've spoken to since last night have said, wow, Cornelia was the standout for them. And also a new sort of uh, breakthrough, I think, for a lot of people. A lot of people weren't, you know, didn't know about her before. So, um, yeah, really pleased for her. And and Farah. She burst out crying as well when she won. I just think a lot of people were just so happy for her and uh, what, a, what a performance as well. Just so different to everything that we have seen from Cornelia before in her previous appearances at Melody Festival. And, you know, we've mentioned it here on the podcast. People might not know who were watching on Saturday. She was, of course, part of the girl group Love Generation all the way back in 2011 and 2012. But this is such a different style of song and a different style of performance for her. The thing that really kind of took me back was that obviously Melfest is hugely rehearsed you know we know they have so many rehearsals but her performance in the best way possible doesn't seem that rehearsed like she kind of takes charge of the stage and she just kind of seems that she's doing what she wants and the song is taking charge of her almost it was just such a an intimate performance in a massive arena which seems unbelievably difficult to pull off but she does it absolutely and did you notice the sort of bare feet made me think of Lorian euphoria Mm -hmm. just saying oh now that's going to get some tongues wagging isn't it suggesting that 10 years (laughs) on since Loreen same venue as Loreen oh Bella what are you trying to tell us there (laughs) uh how about Robin Benson as well he's the second artist from Saturday who's gone direct to the final Robin just an ultimate professional isn't he you just know what you're going to get every time he steps foot on the Melfest stage yeah, saying that, I thought this was sort of different to what he's done before, more of that arena rock feel to it. But saying that, of course, like, again, it's a it's a brilliant pop song uh, from start to end, and he delivers it perfectly. And um, yeah, I think it was a really solid performance that obviously people really enjoyed. It's a bit Melfest by numbers, I think, Robin's song this year. It's kind of what people expect that they're going to see when they tune into Melody Festival and have done over the last, say, five, six years you think you're going to hear songs like Robin Benson's song. And it's clearly what the audience like. And he went straight through to the final. And as we said, you know, you know exactly what you're going to get from Robin. And actually, for me, that is the song that is in my head from Saturday night. You know, you... I was going to say... You always remember that melody. Yep. And he does it perfectly. And I mean, what a professional, as you say. So well done, Robin. Definitely super deserved to go through to the final. Now, of course, one of the other changes in Melfest this year is the second chance round. It's no longer a second chance round, although in a way it is, but it's called a semi-final now. And we've got two acts that have gone straight through to that show in a few weeks' time. The first one I want to talk about is Theos, 16 years old. You just wouldn't think it, would you? 
Absolutely not. What a professional again. But I think he had his breakthrough at like 12 or something like that. So he's obviously done this for a long time. And you could tell, again, professional, really good performance and a song that was really in my head over and over and over again ever since I first heard it. So, um, yeah, also like my mum really loved that song. I don't know. He, he manages to like hit several sort of... Um, genres but he transcends the generations doesn't he absolutely that's the one yeah so I think he did that super well and yeah well done for going through to the semi-final I can't help but think he must have been very hot on Saturday because he was wearing a <laughs> big old woolly coat wasn't he and he's doing a lot of choreography he must be boiling yeah that's true I actually had that thought watching the sort of rehearsals thinking is he wearing the same setup of clothing now and then in the final and all the rehearsals that's gonna get really warm or does he have several like setups of the same outfit if you talk to him you have to ask him about this one thing I saw somebody point out actually on social media and I agree with this I think this song will really benefit from being in the the kind of the second chance round because that means the song is now available like you can now listen to that song on social media whereas Cornelia and Robin's song of course we won't be able to listen to until the week of the final so that's now a real grower and that will really help with his fan base as well who are likely to be all over kind of the, the streaming services and the apps. Come on then, Rob. We had one other act that's going straight to, through to the semi-final. Uh, you've got perfect pronunciation on this one after getting some lessons from Toby last week. All right, we'll give it a go. Uh, Danis Drawhead, Bella, how was that? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so the oldest and the youngest in the heat last night are the ones that have made it through to the second chance round. For me, that was the big shock of the night because I think potentially all of the talk was either maybe Malu Pritz or Omar Rudberg would go through as well last night. Both of them are out, of course, but Danae's through. Yeah, I was I was a little bit surprised, but that's the thing about Melfast. As with Eurovision, you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, I thought Omar was going to go through potentially to semi-final. Um, but yeah, super fun to see it. And also like really pleased for him because it was really a score on their fest that night. Like they, it was, Everything was about the region of Scorn, where, of course, the semi, where the heat was meant to be held. Uh, so it was, it was nice to see, like, this big ambassador of Scorn go through to, to the semi-final as well. I feel like you need a song like that in the final, James, as well. Oh, like, yeah. you need a song like that, which is going to be so much fun. Like, he's not going to win Melfest, is he? But it's in the final. Well, he's not going to win Melfest, is he, James? But it's he's got a chance of getting through to the final. Bella, you say you don't know. Do you think he can win? No, I don't think so. But you never know. You never know. <laughs> Everything can happen in Melfest. Yeah, it's all about variety, isn't it? I think a lot of people forget this sometimes. It's one of, or if not, Sweden's favourite TV show. It's for the whole family. So, so long as there's something in there to please everybody, what's what's not to love, eh? Absolutely. Very quickly touching on the ones that missed out, unfortunately. We will, of course, talk about heat number two uh, in just a little while. And we'll hear a couple of James's interviews with some of the artists taking part this weekend. But we say goodbye to Malu. We say goodbye to Omar. And we say goodbye to Shirley Clamp as well. But as we said, such a strong heat that it's a shame that we have to say goodbye to anybody. Absolutely. Super strong heat. What a start to the season. I was absolutely blown away. I mean, Shirley, I think she really delivered. That was a brilliant song delivered so well and she also I loved you know I don't know if you picked up on that but in the sort of interviews with her around her performance she really has that sense of humor and she's just such a delight to have on the show so yeah it's such a shame to not see her go on but I I, I hope she enjoyed herself it looked that way and what a, what a you know Melfast classic already now 
This is Melfest Monday. This is Melfest Monday. Our look ahead to heat number two is on the way shortly. And thank you for joining us this week. As ever, let us know your thoughts. Let us know whether you are enjoying Melody Festival in 2022 so far. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can also drop us an email, hello at eurotrippodcast.com. And don't forget, you can also join us back in the Melody Festival and Mellow United apps with our English language text commentary next Saturday, when we'll be covering everything that happens in heat number two, and we'll be talking to some of the acts taking part in that show very shortly. Yes, uh, Alvaro Estrella is still to come, as well as Mimi from the rock band Browsing Collection. Two amazing chats I had last week. Very excited to bring those to you. But before we do, shall we dive into the Melfest Monday Hall of Fame? We kicked it off for season two last Monday, where both Rob and I tried to pitch our nominees for the first category, which was Best Swedish Language Song. We both chose ours, put them to a poll on Twitter and asked you guys at home to choose your favourite. Yeah, unfortunately for me, I got absolutely hammered i think is the is the phrase or or drubbed or thrashed any of those adjectives perfect descriptions of what happened to me i went for linus svenning and his song broder james you went for eloise by orvingana from 1993 and 70% of you at home agreed with me so i'm happy to put that into the melfest monday hall of fame but I'm not going to rest on my laurels here. I want to get another victory. So we're going to do another round this week. And this week's category is Best Melfest Rock Song. Yeah, this is inspired, of course, by Browsing Collection, who are in the heat this weekend. James already mentioned we're going to hear from Mimi, their lead singer, in just a little while. So Best Rock Song at Melody Festival. Now, this is tough because you don't hear rock very often in mellow james as you won last week and you saw arving anna go through to the hall of fame on your behalf who have you got for us this week yeah i'm not going too far back in history not as far as i did last week but i'm just going back to last year 2021 when we saw debutantes lilla sister take part in melody festival and with their song pretender A little bit of behind the scenes for you, everybody. That's James's nickname for me, Lilla Sister. It is, it works. Rob Lily, Lilla Sister. Really, really like it. Just as much as I like that song from those guys last year, they took part in the first heat. They were one of the opening acts for the first heat last year. They went through to the second chance round but got put against Alvaro Estrella. Of course, we'll be chatting to him very shortly, but sadly, they lost out. But they are back this year for more. Yeah, really excited to hear Lilith Sister again. They were one of my favourites from 2021. Pretty gutted you picked them, actually. They were one of my uh, one of my favourites for this for this category. However, all is not lost because I am now taking you all the way back to 2013. Now they competed in the third, what was then known as semi-final. They are State of Drama with the song Falling, and they went all the way direct to the final. Let's have a listen. Put your favorite dress on, girl. Cause I'm gonna rock your world. There's a place where you live. Baby, you're 
So ultimately, State of Drama finishing in ninth place in the grand final in 2013. That grand final, of course, won by Robin Sternberg and his song, You. But a really lovely, poppy rock song. And it did very well with the jury on the night of the final in 2013. Not so well with the viewing public at home. But... Hopefully, that will not translate into this week's Memphis Monday Hall of Fame. So, your options then. Lilla Sister or State of Drama. Now, you can find the poll to vote for your favourite on at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter. We'll pop that up at lunchtime and let us know what you think. This is the Eurotrip. When you aren't listening, you can find us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. Warming you up for the Eurovision Song Contest. That's right, this is Melfest Monday. Don't forget you can head over to Twitter to vote in that poll to vote for your favourite for this week's inductee into the Melfest Monday Hall of Fame. Now we'll be chatting all things heat number two with Bella Quist. She'll be joining us again very shortly. But first, shall we have a chat with a couple of this week's artists? In a moment, we'll hear from Alvaro Estrella, uh, the Latin pop king. I was going to call him the king, or maybe that's Mendes. We'll, we'll have that discussion with him very shortly. But first, let's begin with Browsing Collection, potentially a new name for a lot of you. It was a new name for me as well. It is a four-piece female-fronted rock band in Sweden. And last week, I sat down with lead singer Mimi, and she was great fun. There's loads in this chat that you'll learn about the band and the process they went through to enter Melfest for the very first time this year. And there's a very interesting quirk. You'll notice very quickly that she doesn't seem to have a Swedish accent. It may well throw you off, but I'll explain why she sounds the way she sounds after the chat itself. But we began by chatting about how she found out that the band would be taking part in Melfest this year. It's kind of a funny story because the, the song we wrote last year around springtime and we recorded it in the summer with absolutely no thoughts about being in, in Melfest at all. We just wrote it and uh, that was it. It was like, oh, all right, next release, no, no big deal. And then we took... We took a wee break from the band, band and, and music stuff, and and then in I think November I got a phone call from our label manager. who was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I pitched your song to Melfast, uh, just so you know, and SVT they they want you. So how do you feel about that?" And I was like, <laughs> wait, wait, "Wait, what did you say? Have we have we spoken about this? I don't think we we talked about this. We were on a break." <laughs> um, uh, all right, let let me call the girls and see what they say. And then they said, like, oh, all right, let's do it. You had no idea whatsoever that no. your label had put this song forward. No, we didn't. And and we we have talked about Malfus before, and the question has been up like lots of time in the last couple of years. We we gotten the question where we've been asked to. To be in Malfest and uh, if you want to pitch a song to to them, uh, but we always said no for a couple of reasons, like us not feeling that hard rock music is not really suitable for Melfest or Eurovision, and so we kind of felt like a bit put off about being in Melfest. But then now with both Moniskin winning. Um, 
and us getting the question asked this time to be in Belfast, we were like, we have nothing to lose. We've been sitting like rolling our thumbs for two years. We need to do something and we need to do something now. And why not be in Belfast? Because we love the we love the show and we love both Belfast and Eurovision. So why shouldn't we just say yes and do our thing? Is that one of the deciding factors for the band for taking part then and saying yes ultimately seeing what monoskin did at eurovision that last year you know they're a rock band you guys are a rock band and you yeah. can see just how much success they've gone on to how did you look at those uh at monoskin and think you know we could we could do that i i guess both yes and no i think also why we said no previous times as because I don't think that we were ready and I don't think that Melfest really was ready for us, if I can say that. But I do think that Moniskin actually played a part in the fact that we said yes, because we also felt like, all right, if people have opened up their eyes and ears for rock music, I mean, look at them now, they're thriving and uh, they did amazing uh, both then and now. So yeah, absolutely. They, they kind of gave, gave us the last push, I think we needed tell us a bit more about the band because naturally outside of sweden you aren't that well known but inside of sweden give us an idea about uh about how long you've been going for and how much music you've already put out there give us a bit more of an idea about the band us four we are are four girls in the band so we've been playing together for seven years and uh yeah so we've been playing together ever since and playing lots of crappy rock pubs around Sweden. <laughs> uh, we've been touring, like, we've done some tours abroad. Uh, we've done two tours in South Korea, actually, um, and some around Europe, but not as much as we would have liked to. But it's mostly rock pubs and festivals in Sweden. I want to know a bit more about the songwriting process for Facing the Crowd for your song for Melfest this year, because the four of you have written it. You've got two other songwriters on the credits as well, including Sandra Bjorman, who is a big name in the world of Eurovision. She's won the Eurovision Song Contest for Azerbaijan in 2011. How did that relationship come about? Um, It's actually a different music project that we had uh, been working together on so uh, so Sandra and uh, Jimmy and I saw you did an interview with her as well um, Jimmy's uh, wife uh, Anna Salen yes yeah yeah uh, um, so Jimmy and Sandra they kind of did like a scrap demo uh, we rewrote it and changed it a lot um, we recorded it then it got into Melfest and we didn't really have a plan for it and we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do for it. Uh, but then when, the, when we knew that we were going into Melfest and this is a song, we felt like, all right, so if we are going to be in Melfest as a band, we have to make sure that it's 100% something that we can stand for. So we need to change it. And then SVT, they've already accepted the first version, uh, but then we wanted to change it. And they were like, oh, how much do you want to change it? What do you want to change? Please don't change this part. And we were like, no, we have to change it because we, we we want to stay true. But then we got the thumbs up to change the song and we did. And we wrote it and we were very happy. Yeah, so that's the main thing. You're happy with the end result, that the song that you're yeah. actually going to be performing on the night, yeah? 
I mean, we like the first version as well, but now we feel like this is true to our old sound. Um, I feel like we kind of always have a new sound with every album we release. So there's always like a new sound. Um, but now we also feel like this is true to our sound, but it's also kind of suiting for the Melfast audience. So like people who heard our music before, they will recognize our sound and us as a band and the new people from Melfest and that audience, they will hopefully like it. Which of your band's previous songs do you think Facing the Crowd best compares to? If people were going to jump on Spotify and listen to one of the band's songs to try and get an idea about what your song for Melfest sounds like, which one should they go and listen to? This is a hard question, isn't it? I'll put you on the spot. (laughs) That was a really hard question, but also a really good one. I like that question. Uh, Let's see. I think there's two songs, actually. So we have one song that's called Break Close-Minded Bars. That's like really catchy punk rock. And then we have a song called Sveng.mp3, which is a more like dirty rock you're going to have loads of people now listening to this podcast, pressing pause, <laughs> switching to Spotify, having a look at those two songs and trying to figure out what Face in the Crowd is going to sound like. How have preparations been going then since you got the thumbs up to say, you can change your song, we'd love to have you in Melfest this year. How have preparations been going? Have you been doing loads of rehearsals? What have those been like recently? We actually haven't rehearsed too much which is kind of nerve-wracking for us who since i live in Gothenburg, our bass player lives in stockholm and our drummer and the other guitarists live outside of a small town called Hövde. but we know the song we've recorded it multiple times (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, i'm I'm just walking around trying to sing to myself uh not disturbing any neighbors and also not leaking the song i'm so scared of it like I don't think my neighbors know uh, who I am uh, or that I'm going to be in Melfest, but I'm really scared that someone had figured it out and to hear me rehearse in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get a big shock, aren't they, on Saturday when they tune in and go, isn't that our neighbor? Doesn't she live next door to us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I really, I'm so, I don't know why I'm so shy when it comes to stuff like that, but I have really nice neighbors. I, I, I like them. Oh, They're that's really okay. Nice. What a relief. <laughs> Tell me about what your hopes are for Melfest this year then, because I think even just to take part in the competition as a rock band is a result already, because we don't see a lot of rock music in Melfest, do we? A lot of it's more pop and ballad and Swedish schlager music. So presumably you're just happy enough to compete, but what are the big expectations? What are the big hopes? Of course, I... I would love to even go to the semi-finals. And if we do that, I'm so happy. The people in in, in our, what's it called? Uh, I'm looking for the word deltowling. Oh, we call them heats. Heats, yes. yes. It's like, it's there's a lot of big names. We would just want to do our thing really. And we know that if we, if it don't go as well as we hope, we're more than pleased that, but if we do better than we hope, <laughs> we're very happy. I always say that shoot for the moon, for the stars, uh, but it's okay if you land in Denmark. 
Is that a popular phrase in Sweden? I've never heard that before. No, I think I'm, I made it up myself, actually. <laughs> I'm going to start to use that as a phrase from now on. Oh, that works. It? That works really, really well. Let's see what happens. It's not long until you and the rest of the girls compete in Melfest. So thank you so much for joining us. And I wish you the very best of luck in your heat in a few days time. Thank you so much. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. Lovely to hear from Mimi there from Browsing Collection. Hopefully that gave you as much of an insight into the band and their process as I promised. Another thing I promised was to tell you why she sounds like she's Scottish. That was quite a surprise, wasn't it, Rob? Yeah, when you when you first sent the interview over to me to have a listen to before today's episode... I was like, oh, I'll pop this on. And I would think I was doing the hoovering and I just had to stop. I was like, why does Mimi sound like she's Scottish? Because she's got no Scottish roots whatsoever, does she? No, not at all. So let me explain all. She has a sister who is married to a Scotsman and they both live in Scotland. And most of the time that Mimi speaks English is when she's speaking to her sister and her sister's husband. So naturally, she has a bit of a Scottish twang to her English accent. When she speaks Swedish... She sounds Swedish. When she speaks English, she sounds Scottish. That sort of explains it all. But it's very interesting, isn't it? It really is. She was fantastic, though. I really enjoyed that. And actually, praise to you, sir. That was a very, very good interview. I very much enjoyed your questions. You got all sorts of important info out of her, including that they were allowed by SVT to uh, make some changes to their song after SVT had picked it for this year's contest. So super interesting. Yeah, really interesting. The most interesting part to me, actually, was something that I didn't include in the chat, but we were chatting about where I was based and trying to find out about my accent. I was telling her if it was from Newcastle. She said she'd never been, but she drinks the beer. She drinks the Newcastle brown ale, she She says. She doesn't. Yes, apparently. It's very popular in Sweden, to which I didn't believe her. So we've been keeping in touch on Instagram because she (laughs) promised me whenever she found Newcastle brown ale in a pub, Apparently it's on draft as well in Sweden. She said she was going to send me a picture to prove it because I simply didn't believe it. She hasn't fulfilled with a picture just yet, but I'll let you know when she does. I'm looking forward to finding that out. Yeah, so uh, keep across James's social media to find out <laughs> if Mimi delivers on that uh, on that promise. Next, James, a man who I doubt has ever had some Newcastle brown ale past his lips, uh, Alvaro Estrella. Yeah, I very much doubt it. This guy is incredible, has been in Melfest a few times, one of which, of course, was with Mendes back in 2020, a hugely popular song. And you will hear in this chat, he is full of praise for Mendes himself. And also, if you listen towards the end, if you didn't know this already, Alvaro has already been to Eurovision five times. He will explain all very, very shortly. But I started off our conversation by asking him what it feels like to be back in Melfest this year. It feels wonderful because it's an honour for me to be doing this, uh, let's see, it's third time in the row, and doing this type of uh, music, the, uh, the, the Latin pop. It's not that big here in Sweden, so it's, it's, it's kind of a, a receipt that it's working, that the people love it. So um, I'm grateful. Yeah, you mentioned the Latin pop element of it, because we take it back to 2014, the first time you were an artist and you performed Yeah, exactly. Which was an amazing song. I've got to, I've got to say, it's a fantastic song. A bit of a different vibe to what you've been bringing recently. Can you remember that first time you stepped on the stage in 2014 as a main artist? It was really big. I I remember it because 
uh, I, w I wasn't ready for the, the, the impact of the, the, the whole structure of the Melody Festival. It's a, it's a huge, what do, what do you call it? It's a, it, it's a huge... Um, it's an honor, I guess. Yeah, it's an honor, of course. It's a big honor. But I think in that year, I wasn't really ready for it. Uh, it, it was too big for me. But the vibes I have now with the, the first one I did with Mendes, the second time with Byline now, it's a whole different vibe. It's a whole different energy. I'm, I'm, I'm focused in a whole different way. So it's a big difference. What was it like when you came back in 2020? You mentioned him there, Mendes. That partnership yeah. you had with him was the energy. You mentioned the energy there. The energy you had with Mendes and the stage presence was just incredible that year with the oh, two of you, you on stage with that with that latin sounding style that song you had what was it like to team up with somebody else actually uh, and get on that melfest stage that year uh it was big for for me because mendes is um here in sweden he's really uh, the first latin artist that really made it that re really made a breakthrough a break yeah a breakthrough here in sweden with that with that type of uh, sound and music and he has been like an, an idol for the Latin community here in Sweden. Um, so for me, it was an honor to be sharing the stage with him. And I learned a lot of him, uh, of the things he, he told me and um, how he, he, he is like a person, uh, entertainer, what to think there, how to play the game right. And then of course you came back last year in 2021 with another yeah. superb Latin sounding song, Baila Baila, which just made everybody want to get up off the sofa and dance around. Of course, there wasn't an audience in 2021. So there were so many people at home no, I know. having their own little parties. After that show, how quickly did you decide, I want another slice of Melfest? How quickly did you decide, I want to go back and do that again in 2022? I think it was the, the day after. <laughs> really? I was like... Yeah, yeah, I was uh, quite uh, fast on that. And I said to my manager, I want to do this next year. N no, no hesitation, because it was the first time that I went to the final as a solo artist, a solo artist. Uh, so it felt like, okay, now I, ha now I have some, some, um, I know that people love me as an artist and love the music I do and that this type of uh, genre. So let's do another one. Talk us through the process then that you went through. So you're on the Saturday night in the Melfest final. You wake up on the Sunday yeah. and go, right, we want to do that again. How do you go about making that happen? Because you've worked with some extraordinarily talented songwriters. You know, we mentioned yes. Linnea Deb, Joy Deb and Jimmy Joker, who worked on your song for this year. Do you immediately yeah. get them on the phone again and say, look, guys, we want to do this again? How did it work? Yeah, quite like that. Uh, I gave them a call like a Monday, I think, uh, Monday or Tuesday, and I said, let's do this again. Um, and I, they said, of course, let's do it. Uh, no problem. And then we sat down and started to do some music, some, some different sounds, at how we want to do it and which direction we want to do it. And then we come up with a brilliant idea. We came up, uh, came up with the, the, the sound and the, 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 the feeling what, what are we going to write about? We, we found a, a sound and uh, something to talk about that we, we everybody talks about. And that is the first time you see someone that makes you feel, what do you call it? Uh, when you feel the butterflies in your stomach. 
the feeling that the, that feeling that you really can't explain, you have to feel it. We started to write something about that. Now we need a guarantee from you here, Alvaro, because we've mentioned this Latin style so so many times already. Can you mm. guarantee us? I know you're not allowed to say too much because we're not allowed to listen <laughs> to the song yet, but can you give us a guarantee that it's going to make us want to dance? It's going to make us want to move? Yes, 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 of course. Oh, yes, amazing. that's my, my 100% guarantee. Yes, of course. Uh, that's, uh, well, that's the sound that the Latin sound has the, the effect. So yeah, it's going to be... Um, you, you, you're going to have to drop the drinks and stand <laughs> up and dance. Alvaro, what would it mean to you to, first of all, get out of the heat, make it to the final, but then ultimately, what would it mean for you to win Melfest and represent Sweden at the Eurovision Song <laughs> Contest? I know we're looking so far ahead, but you must have thought about it. What would it mean? I don't know. But I, I, I got goosebumps when you told me that. <laughs> uh, well, we, we meant... Oof, my God, I can't put, I can't put words on that, but uh, it would mean everything. It would mean everything because we have a chance here to, 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 to show the, the, the world that Sweden can also produce uh, Latin artists. We also can show that we have a, a whole different style, also a whole different culture here in Sweden that also do great music, that also are good artists in that way and uh, show a different side of Sweden. Here in Sweden, we, we do great, amazing pop music. That's no doubt about it. Hey, and if anybody's ready, to go to Eurovision, it must be you. Because remind us, how many times have you actually been to Eurovision before? Because I think some people might not Ooh. know this, but you've been there a few times before, right? Yes, I've been like, I think five, six times. Uh, was The first one was with Eric Saade in 2011. We did the popular in Düsseldorf. Yes, I think so, yes. And then we did, um, let me see, we did in Malmö with, um, oh, it was Azerbaijan, I think. Oh, I can't remember the name of uh, the artist. Uh, Farid, I think. Yes, it was him. And then we did um, Robin Bengtsson in Ukraine. Ukraine. We did, uh, I've done, I've done uh, with Sergei here in Stockholm, Russia. And then I did uh, with Alexander Rybak in uh, Portugal. So you've, you've, you've been there, you've done it, you've got the t-shirt, but the one last thing you need <laughs> is to be the main artist. That's the one last thing you need, right? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that I have to on the bucket list yeah, yeah that's uh, that would be uh well the one last tick in the box amazing yeah yeah will be amazing to do that alvaro estrella thank you so much for joining us here on the eurotrip melfest monday wish you the very best of luck for melfest this year thank you for having me this is melfest monday we are gonna now look ahead to heat number two of Melody Festival in 2022. Also brilliant to hear from Alvaro Astrea there and hugely taken aback by how many times he's been to the Eurovision Song Contest as a backing singer for other countries in the past. Thought that was super interesting. Now, Bella, one of the main reasons why you're here, not just because of your brilliant expertise, is for your exquisite pronunciation of all of the artists taking part in this Saturday's heat number two, which should have been in Gothenburg, will instead be once again in the Avicii Arena. Take us through the lineup. I mean, I will do my best, right? <laughs> First, we've got Liamo, and then we've got Nilo and Elisa Ajax. 
Samira Manners, Alvaro Estrella, Browsing Collection, Jon Lundvik and Tone Sekelius. Again, absolutely tremendous. Most of those were not in sort of, there were English names in there, so I think, you know, you'd have done okay. You always do okay. I don't know why you bring me into this. <laughs> Bella, looking at the list, there are some obvious names in there who probably will be of the most interest to general Melfest viewers and, and especially Eurovision fans. Of course, Jong Numvik is back. The last time we saw him, anything to do with Eurovision was, well, of course, the Mamas, of course, but his shocked, saddened expression when we got the televote results in, in 2019 in Tel Aviv, bless him. But he's back. Yeah, he's back again. Good on him, you know, giving it another, giving it another go. Um, this one, this time with a song in Swedish, which should be interesting. Obviously, he's done the two English songs before, so that should be, yeah, really good to see. I think he said um, about this being obviously like really sort of close to the heart, and it's, I, I'm expecting emotion from Jan Lundvik here. Um, yeah, really, really looking forward to hearing it. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've hit up Google Translate, and his song translates as Among Us. That's all um, I've got for you. That, that's that's my analysis. That's not strictly correct. Oh come the on, song Bella. Is, <laughs> the song is called Englavakt, which means guardian angel or having the sort of guardianship of an angel, as well, you were. You tell I'm that. Say. You tell that to Google <laughs> Translate, Bella. Uh, can we talk about Alvaro Estrella as well? Uh, we heard from him earlier on in the podcast and he was great fun to chat to. We heard how much uh, he was inspired by Mendes, one of my favourite Melfest artists, and a bit of a promise from him. It's going to be a Latin style, similar to Baila Baila from last year, and he's got a bit of a dream team songwriting uh, lineup behind him as well. Linnea and Joy Deb and Jimmy Joker. Uh, Bella, great to have him back yet again. Oh my god, like last year I remember just standing up and dancing along to him every time uh, that he performed or whenever the, the song came on the uh, recap, uh, love him and I can't wait to get dancing again. So yeah, if he says it's another Latin pop banger, I'm here for it. It's a bit like what we mentioned when it comes to Robin Bankson earlier on, like with, with Alvaro, you know what you're going to get and I mean we love it. So Absolutely. keep bringing it Alvaro, keep bringing it. This heat is a real who's who of kind of Melfest past, especially over the last few years, because again, you know, we've got uh, Liamu and we've got Lisa Ajax. Liamu's opening the show. Brilliant to have him back. Of course, we saw him most recently with Hannah Firm in 2019. Yeah, and he's such a multi-talent as well. Like he sings and he does a bit of rapping. And I think, yes, it should be really, really fun to see what he brings this time. And as you say, opening the show, that sort of, sends the signal that he is more of an established act now as well. I think previously he's been, you know, had that more of a newcomer vibe. Um, so, yeah, super excited to see that. And as you say, Lisa Ix always delivers. This time she's performing together with Milo, which is, which is a, a new name for me. Um, so that should be interesting and see. That song is called Tror du att jag bryr mig? Um, which always, uh, I should translate, this means, do you think I care? I was going to say, Bella, well, take your translation, not the Google Translate. So <laughs> one more time, what does the song mean? Uh, it's called Tro du att jag bryr mig, and that means, do you think I care? And this always makes me think of the sort of banger uh, by Felix Sandman 
and Benjamin Ingrosso, uh, who had a song out called Tror du att han bryr sig? So it's a very similar uh, title to the song. So I'm intrigued to see what they're doing with this. I'm guessing it's something slightly different to that song. Samira Manners as well is a new name to a lot of Melfest fans, but also Bella, we were chatting a little bit earlier on, potentially a new name to a lot of people in Sweden as well, as Melfest seemed to go down the direction of bringing us some new artists and trying to allow them to develop a huge music career. Yes, I love that Melfest is doing this, that we're bringing a mix of sort of old uh, performers, people we've heard a lot in the past, you know, classic uh, artists in Melfest, in the Melfest context and big names, but also, as you say, uh, making space for new voices. I think that is so important. And the fact that Melfest, which is, I mean, Sweden's arguably biggest stage that, you know, SVT is also saying, hey, let's bring some new people on here and let's, you know, give them an opportunity as well to make their voice heard. I think that is so important. And I'm just really thrilled by that. And I mean, of course, Melfest have done that for many years, but I think it's potentially extra um sort of obvious this year i think with a lot of new new styles and new voices so super excited about this as well as browsing collection which is a new name in the Melfest context as well so yeah can't wait to hear them but everything we know about browsing collection as well and we heard obviously them speaking to mimi from browsing collection speaking to james earlier that seems like it's right up your street you know we heard you on on the euro trip with me interviewing blind channel we know how much you love your rock music. I think Brazen Collection is going to be right up your street by the sounds of things. I'm I'm thrilled. I can't wait to hear them. And also there's like three rock bands this year. And so, yeah, really pleased that Melfest is up in the, uh, the rock uh, this year. Definitely. And closing the show on Saturday, Tone Sakelius, uh, another new name to a lot of Melfest fans, potentially not uh, a new name for people in Sweden or who follow Swedish culture. Very interestingly as well, this is going to be Melfest's first transgender artist taking part. Great to see some representation like that in Melody Festivalen. Absolutely. So pleased. So pleased for Tuna and for Melfast in general on the topic of bringing new voices, new stories to the stage. Just absolutely happy to hear this. And um, yeah, I've been following Tuna for, for a while in social media and uh, she's just a super interesting person. I can't wait to hear her song. I've not actually heard her sing that much uh, before. So I think, yeah, just can't wait. Once again, Melfast delivering. There is so much to look forward to on Saturday night and we are pleased that there's so much to talk about because we're all going to be back again. We're going to be back in the Mellow United and Melody Festival and apps with our live text commentary in English and you can pick whichever of our channels you wish. I mean, Bella, what, what have you got to to sell to people, to, to get them over to yours ahead of... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Are you making this into a competition? Well, in my channel, you'll get... Um, no, I think, for, yeah, I don't know. I, I, what I tried to do was just generally convey what is going on on stage because I know sometimes it can be slightly confusing and, uh, you know, just to to bring a fun vibe and to chat along. Um, obviously, it's always nice when people sort of write back on Twitter. Obviously, there's not, uh, at the minute, there is not that interactivity inside of the app, unfortunately. I do hope people still enjoy reading our messages and um, treating it more as, I suppose, a live uh, chat and uh, but it's, I, I encourage people to get in touch with you guys and on with me on Twitter so we can 
uh, incorporate that into the into the chat. Uh, but yeah, just having uh, what I try to bring is a good time, and I, I tend to encourage people to get up and dance a lot because uh, I think that's what you need to do when you're watching Belfast. I think we're definitely going to get that in the in the show on Saturday, and also you know we should say, of course, there were some teething problems with the app this weekend. Fingers crossed, they'll all be sorted by next weekend, and you can just enjoy the show and enjoy it with us as well. So, Bella, thank you so much for joining us, and happy Melfest. Thank you for having me. And can I just say, my my theory as to why the app broke is because we broke it. Too many people came in to watch our chat, and that's why it didn't work. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Kim Kardashian broke the internet. We all broke the Melfest app. You heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Always such a joy to be on the podcast. The ever-brilliant Bellacfist there, joining us on what is episode two of Melfest Monday, which sadly is now coming to an end. But fear not, everybody. We will be back next week with Melfest Monday, episode number three, when we'll be reflecting on everything that happens this weekend and looking ahead to heat number three. Yep, that's right. And we'll be back again with you on Saturday for some more English text commentary inside the Melfest apps. So if you weren't following us at the weekend, make sure you go and download the Melody Festivalen app or the Mellow United app on your tablet. Get yourself an account, get yourself signed in. I'll warn you, it is in Swedish, so it might take you a little longer than expected. But once you're in, once you're signed up, Get ready for 7pm UK time or 8pm Central European time on Saturday. And all you've got to do is open the app and flip it on its side. And it'll start to play you the second heat of Melody Festival. And if you press the speech bubble, you can choose the Eurotrip podcast and you'll get to watch along with both me and Rob. Should say, if you're signing up and you haven't done it already, sign up with Google. Because otherwise they'll ask you for a mobile phone number. And I think our mobile numbers here in the UK are one digit too long. One digit longer than the phone numbers in Sweden. So there's a little little tip for you. Do it with, with your Google account. But we hope you'll join us on Saturday. And we hope you'll join us as well. Sorry, this is very confusing, everybody. On Wednesday, because we'll be back in two days' time, if you're listening to this on Monday, with another brand new episode of the Euro Trip. And we'll be talking all things Eurovision, including reflecting on everything that happened in San Remo. So Wednesday for the Euro trip, Saturday for Melfest commentary inside the app, and then back next Monday with another episode of Melfest Monday. But in the meantime, don't forget you can keep up to date with us online. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hello at EurotripPodcast.com on the email. And don't forget to check out our website, EurotripPodcast.com. And make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and rate us five stars. From me, James, it's goodbye. And from me, Rob, it's goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.